Hi, Tim. Hello, Damien. It's the FQ Magdads podcast back again. Damien Quaver and me, Tim Barnes-Clay. Damien, last podcast, we spoke about what it was like when we became dads and we had the baby stage, then we had the toddler stage, and then we started moving into talking about as they grow up between seven, eight, nine, etc. And we see the boys in particular playing in the playground and how they interact. But this podcast is about daughters and who better to talk about them than you, Damien. You've got a great experience there, haven't you? Well, I've had, um, I've had two daughters now. So um, uh, my first was a, was a girl and my second a girl, my third being a boy. So I've been through the full gambit. And I think girls are very different to boys as they grow up, their attitudes, their energy levels, um, even their progression in school to a certain degree. So you'll, you'll find that there's, there are distinct differences between boys and girls from uh, baby stage to teenage and adult interestingly i've got two daughters but mine are still young yours are far older and you've seen from baby all the way through to adult what's it like damien that journey um somewhat um a roller coaster i think from the time I, i suppose puberty starts really i think girls are from, from baby stage to eight, nine, ten years old, fairly consistent. And their energy levels, should I say, where boys are quite boisterous, they want to play, they want to uh, kick around a football for several hours, they want to play fight, uh, you know, so you get the aggression, you get lots of different things with boys, depending on, on, their, on their spirit and what their, their personality is like to a degree. Um, girls... Um, you know, especially with dads, there's a lot more affection. There's a lot more creativity, timing, drawing, writing. Uh, they like to do different things. So I think you get a different energy level with, with girls. Um, and then suddenly you'll see a little bit more of a change, I think, around puberty, as you do with boys as well. But with girls, it's slightly different. And then when you get into the teenage, their focus changes in life. And I think you have to keep an eye out in terms of as that focus changes in terms of education, in terms of boys, in terms of going out, in terms of peer pressure, um, you know, you'll experience different things. So that's, I think that's the, that's the lookout where, where you, you suddenly see that change. You have to be a lot more sensitive from a, from a male perspective uh, with a female perspective in terms of how you approach and deal with and talk to your daughter, uh, what their expectations are, what your what your reactions to what they think about boys will be later on and men. So you have a serious impact on them. Dads have a serious impact on girls. You may well be able to help me out here, Damien, because my two daughters, one is very, very small. I say very, very small. I mean, she's seven, nearly eight. And my other daughter is 14, coming up 15, which is a whole new ball game. And I'm going to be reaching that stage you've mentioned and beyond, which is boys. Now, what do I do, Damien? Do I sit on my porch rocking with a shotgun when the first one comes? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I can't, I can't claim to have all the answers. I was always quite a liberal dad. I still am a liberal dad, uh, although they will, all of my children will say that I'm very strict. But the liberal attitude is, is that I always want my daughters to be able to come and talk to me about anything. So whether or not it's their periods, 
or whether or not it's about boys or sex or peer pressure, drugs, smoking, drinking, you're going to go through the whole gambit. And then you have to go through the trust element. So that point where you have to let go a little bit, let the reins go because they want to go out a little bit later. They want to go out with friends. It's late at night when you want them to, you know, you always want to protect them. You can't always go and pick them up because they want to be seen to be independent. Girls want to be a little bit more independent than boys at a slightly earlier stage. It's not always practical. So um, I think you have to find this that fine line of knowing when to let the reins go, but also when to pull the reins in. And uh, so I would say, first of all, you, you still have to maintain being a parent, but you also have to be their friend. You have to listen to them and you have to apply a lot of patience um, to that, that stage around the 11 to 14 stage. Your attitude has to change. You have to be a little bit more of a listener and not so much of a talker. Do you know, it feels like you've been here in the house because everything you've said is what I have experienced. And certainly my daughter, my oldest daughter, is insistent on walking to school and from school. And we're not talking a small distance. We're talking two and a half miles one way. And yet she'd rather do that than have her dad pick her up. Interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Well, as I say, it's that whole independence and transition, but then there'll be times when they really want you to pick them up and you're supposed to know. The thing with girls or with women, with guys, which we'll never understand is that they don't always tell you what they want. They expect you to know. And when you get it wrong, oh my God, they will unleash. And then you go, but why didn't you just tell me what you wanted? Why didn't you say, just drop me down the road? Why didn't you say, give me an extra half an hour? Because... I don't always understand why they can't tell us how they feel and what they want. There, there is this, this thing that we have to automatically understand. And, um, and uh, yeah, that, that's the tough, that's the tough, that's the tough bit about it. But as I say, I've been through it twice, having two daughters. So I've kind of learned and you will hear this a lot. You never listen. You don't listen. So I spend a little bit more time listening now than, than talking because that's actually what they want. And uh, you will have to rely on your partner and, uh, to, to let you know, you know, this is, this is what the, the interpretation of how they felt, was, felt is about. Uh, they'll tell you that hormones play a massive part. Um, how boys react plays a massive part. So, you know, um, that's, just how, that's just how it goes. One thing that is disturbing now more than yes. more than maybe even 10 years ago is yeah. the rise in how young women girls are perceived and how they perceive themselves and how they perceive themselves through social media is what I'm really kind of getting to here because Instagram that's the thing and TikTok um it worries me because I guess in years gone by it would have been you know, images on TV, magazines, you know, how they should look. But there's, an, there's growing pressure, I think, to, to be seen, to be cool, to be seen, to be liking the right music, to be seen, to be looking exactly the same. And, I, and I'm not being funny, but, you know, my daughter and her friends, you know, she follows me on Instagram. I'm lucky about that. But she gets, fun, she gets funny whenever I've mentioned anything that I, that I see on her account. And I do notice they're, they're all posing yes. in almost an identical way do you know what i mean it's it's odd all this it's it's, it's very odd because as growing up we, we didn't have that kind of social media peer pressure where you're where you have to keep up with the joneses um but i'm very 
social media aware and very conscious of the fact that I want my daughters to feel independent of what everybody else is doing. I play a role. I, I tell them how important it is that you, you have to go with your gut feeling. You have to know what's right, the difference between right and wrong. And not everything is a social media competition. You know, who goes to the best restaurants, what pictures are being taken, pouting, showing off your clothes. It's a complete, you have to, I try and teach them that if you're going to post a picture, post it for the right reason. Don't post it to show off, to show someone else what they're missing out on. Post it because it's a great memory. Post it because it means something to you. Post it because it's going to have an influence on someone in a positive way. I try and have those conversations with my daughters. Whether or not it works, only they can tell you because it's down to their social conscience, what they do and what they're trying to achieve. And I think as a parent, that's what we have to, our role is to, to project the right kind of, um, not only image, but social conscience on them. So they're doing the right thing, even though they're being led astray by everyone else. And it's very different for them to swim against the tide. And we have to understand that, but they have to understand it even more so they can overcome it. And I'm hoping that sort of thing is a stage as well that they'll all go through. Do you know, being a parent, I have learned something just from listening to you because of the fact that you've been a parent for longer than I have. And no doubt other dads listening will have really gained something from this conversation. Um, I think that the whole social media area warrants a podcast of its own. So perhaps that's yeah. something we can do again soon. But listen, I, I'm fascinated by, by the way sons and daughters are and how they behave and how they can be different. So I think we've only just really touched the surface here. So let's leave our podcast there for now. And let's reconvene next week, Damien, where we'll look further at what it means to be a dad. <laughs> yeah, what it means to be a dad and social media impact, which I think both boys and girls, but girls in particular, seem to have a more uh, bigger influence in terms of, you know, their, um, you know, how they look and their, their image uh, is, is a big deal. And that's something that we could most certainly talk about and plan for as a parent on, on how we can help. Damien, always a pleasure speaking with you. Take great care. Thank you, mate. Thanks again, Tim. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye.